this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you coming back for episode three in our Poppin' with Fire series, which is brought to you all by Airbnb. We're pretty deep into this series now. And if you've been listening and you're like, I really want to pursue this fire thing, you might want to consider Airbnb to help you bring in a little extra cash. You can join the over two million people who are currently earning money by hosting on Airbnb. You can host as often as you like, and you can use the money for really anything that you want, whether that's putting some extra money towards your retirement or saving for the purchase of a new investment property. It's really up to you. It's your house, so it's your rules when you host on Airbnb. And when you go to popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb and start hosting, you'll receive a $100 cash bonus if you generate $500 in booking value by May 31st. Terms and conditions do apply. So yeah, thanks again to Airbnb for being a part of this series. And today in episode three, I'm joined by Jillian Johnsrud from Montana Money Adventures. We are recording in the sweltering, swamp-like heat of Orlando, Florida outside because that was the quietest place at the time <laughs> to record. Once we got out there, we realized it was a mistake, but there was nowhere else to go. So we just stuck it out and we, we suffered so that you could have this episode today. Today's episode is called The Why of Fi because Jillian is sharing why it is that she chose this path of financial independence. We all have our own reasons for making decisions that we do when it comes to our finances. And Jillian shares a really powerful story of what made her make this decision to move towards and achieve financial independence. So I'm not going to say anything else. I don't want to spoil the episode. So let's jump into my conversation with Jillian Johnsrud from Montana Money Adventures. It's so hot here. It is so hot. It is. Yeah. The humidity is ridiculous. I'm not used to this being in California. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do with this. I'm just sweating all the time. <laughs> I, I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> how, how are you dealing? Because I'm assuming that you're from Montana. I'm melting like Olaf. <laughs> that is what's happening. It is. It is summer, but I'm not singing his summer song. I'm melting. The reason why we're, we're, we're recording today was that I've been working on this series all about financial independence and, you know, what it means to people. Why do people even decide this lifestyle? And I think you have an amazing story because you achieve financial independence at age of 32. Yeah. And so, you know, that's really young, I think, mm-hmm. really. I mean, to, to achieve that level of, I guess, n- not having that need to earn money, but now whatever you do is by choice. So, I mean, what made you make this change or choose this lifestyle? Because a lot of people say, well, that's crazy to to push yourself to save that much money or cut your expenses to such a high degree to achieve something like this. Yeah, I didn't didn't hear anything about financial independence. Like, I hadn't heard about the FIRE movement um, till probably eight years ago, nine years ago. But from a really early age... um, I was in a, a difficult family situation, and I had come to my mom um, when I was about 11, and I said, listen, we, we can't stay here. Like, we can't do this. Um, we really need to move. We need to get out, and we need to be on our own, because our, the home environment had just become really oppressive, and she, she hadn't graduated from high school. Like, she had had me. She had gotten pregnant, and she was like, Jillian... I don't have any other option. Like, there's no way that on my $4.65 an hour job, I can support three little kids. And I, I, I put out an impassioned plea, like, I'll start working. There's a little apartment above, like, the grocery store. It's just one room. But, like, anything will be better than this. And she said, I can't. And I just went upstairs, and I just cried. I cried hot tears into my pillow, but I realized... 
money gives you choices. Yeah. And it gives you options. And I desperately wanted more choices. I didn't want to be in that situation. And we we were living under the poverty line. But I thought, you know what? I'm just going to make the next right choice. And every right choice I can make, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do the best I can with it. Oh, wow. That, that's amazing. You know, and I mean, especially at a young age to have to experience that and then to have that realization that, you know, yeah. you felt trapped, but you wanted to do something about your life to make it, yeah. you know, make it to where you had options, like you said, and you can do something different. So, I mean, when when did you, I guess, make the first steps? Like, what, what did that look like for you to make those steps towards achieving financial independence? You know, it. I didn't have a lot of options. I didn't have a lot of opportunity. Um, I grew up in a really small town, but like I got a part-time job and every time I had $5 or $20 or $100, I just saved that. And by the time I hit my senior year, I had moved out of my house. I was living on my own. Um, and when I graduated, I had $8,000, wow. which felt like, I mean, our family at that point was probably living on about 18000 a year. And so it just felt like an insane amount of money. And where a lot of kids might have been like, I'm going to buy a cool car or I'm going to like do this amazing trip. I bought a travel trailer, a 1980s burnt orange travel trailer, (laughs) and I moved into it because I had a house then and it was mine and nobody could take it from me. And it was hard. It's hard growing up poor to be okay looking poor. Like with every... Every dollar you get, you want to like be able to project, I'm doing okay, because there's so much stigma that if you're poor, like you're not doing okay, and something is inherently wrong with you, and I just didn't, I wanted to separate myself from that, but I realized that I could either like build wealth, or I could look a little bit more wealthy, but I probably wasn't going to be able to do both. No, no, it's impossible. That's such an amazing point that you said that. I mean, so many people, we, we want to look like we're doing well. Yes. You, want, you don't want to look like a failure. I think that's like yes. everyone's fear. You want to look like you belong, yep. like you're doing a, an amazing job. And the way you do that is you have to buy things so people can see that. Because yep. you're not walking around with your bank statement on your, your back or your chest. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you have to do something outward. And I think that, that, yeah. that traps so many of us because you, you can't ever achieve wealth if you're just trying yeah. to look wealthy to everyone else. Yep. And it takes so much faith at first because it's the progress is so slow and like nobody knows you have a couple thousand dollars squirreled away like because you're driving a beater car and living in a camper. I mean, (laughs) it did not project well, but I just I used to actually like dog ear the pages of financial books that had the compound interest charts. And like after a hard day, I would just look at that compound interest chart and I'll be like, okay, just like ten dollars a day. If I could just like save twenty dollars a day, like. In five years, in 10 years, like, this is going to get better. Like, I'm going to have more options, and I'm going to have more choices. And we just kept going. Like, I got married, and we just kept going until it starts to kind of like a snowball. Like, it starts to, like, compound on you, and you start to have more and more choices and more and more options. And That's a, that's a great point. I mean, I don't, I don't think a lot of people think about that because when you start saving, you're getting like, yeah. what, 15 cents? You see 15 yes. cents interest hit your account. But as you progress and you move forward, those numbers become more and more significant because, you know, yeah. that change looks like nothing now. But as it builds, I mean, you're going to see like real money just appear out of nowhere yes. into your account. Like magic almost yes. feels like. To the point where your money is growing more every year than you could ever save in a year. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, wait, what? I, 
my money grew $20,000 this year. I had never saved $20,000 a year. Like, how is this? It didn't it just happened. I didn't do any extra work to make it happen. And it's it starts to feel a little bit magical. Yeah, I, I love that illustration. Thank you. You know, for you, I want to leave you with this last question. What what does this mean for you now? So you've, you've achieved financial independence. Yeah. So I, I'm, in my mind, I'm, I don't want to throw my own definition on it. I'm thinking that means, you know, you don't have to work. It's by yeah. choice if you do work and you're able to sustain your lifestyle indefinitely. Yep. So for you, if one, I don't know if that's a good definition or for that I gave out, but, but two, you know, what, what does this mean for you now? What, what, what are you, I guess, what does your life look like now? Or what, what are your yeah. future hopes now that you're in this position? Yeah, we we got to the point where we essentially just didn't have to earn any extra income to pay our bills. Like we had enough passive income that would pay all of our bills and we got to go, okay, so what, uh, what do we want our life to be? And I didn't, I was never really comfortable with the term retired because in our society implies you stop doing stuff. Yeah. And I actually didn't want to stop doing stuff. I wanted to have the option to do lots and lots of stuff I really wanted to do. Like things I was really passionate about. Things I felt like I was made to do. Like my very special, unique contribution to the world. I wanted to be able to double down on that because I don't have to worry about the water bill anymore. Like I don't have to pay rent anymore. I don't have to worry about groceries. Like that's covered. And now all of my time and attention can go into the things that I really value and that matter to me. I love that. And you know, that's one of the things that attracted me to financial independence world was the idea yeah. that it's not about like, I just want to go sit on a beach and do nothing yeah. for the rest of my life. It's like now when you don't have to rely on going to work to bring in money, yes. you can then choose what you're, what you do with your time and you yeah. can still generate money with that time, yeah. but you can choose how, what you're doing to generate that money if that's yep. what you choose to do. So oh, I love that. I love that answer. Um, Jillian, I really appreciate you joining me here and, and sharing some of this info in this hot weather. Oh, man. Outside. Well, you know, your story was so good. I kind of forgot that it was, that it was hot. You kind of distracted me, so thank you. If you, if you want to just come with me everywhere I go and tell me stories, maybe I'll be a lot cooler. I won't be just sweating constantly. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. But, you know, since you have such an amazing story, and I, I, I think people will really benefit by just learning more about what you're doing yeah. and kind of following what you do on your blog, what's the best way for people to keep in contact with you to find out more about what yeah. you're doing? Anything special going on? Please, please share it. Yeah, the easiest way to keep in contact with me is through my newsletter. I send out an email once a week. I have tons of free resources. I just like kind of obsessed with building stuff. And so I've got everything people need to get started for free um, through my email newsletter. And you can always just hit reply and say hi. Like I try to respond to every single email. I'm really through my email newsletter. I'm super easy to get a hold of. (laughs) Otherwise, uh, less so. (laughs) Okay. Where's the best place to go to sign up for your newsletter? On my website, montanamoneyadventures.com. Google knows how to find me. Okay. And uh, just type any variation of that in, and and I'll show up. And yeah, you can sign up there. All right, perfect. Well, thank you, Jillian. I really appreciate your time and you sharing a little bit about yourself. And definitely, I'm going to be following along because it's, it's it's inspiring to me to hear about other people who are doing something. That I think will help so many people kind of just reduce that stress in their lives. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. All right, anytime. <laughs> Bye. 
I appreciate Airbnb helping me pop hot bags of popcorn for you all, all throughout this Popping With Fire series. And if you've got some big financial goals for yourself, including financial independence, head on over to popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb to learn more about hosting. If you sign up, you'll receive a $100 cash bonus if you generate $500 in booking value by May 31st. So again, come visit me over at popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb to learn more and bring a little extra cash. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again to Jillian Johnsrud from Montana Money Adventures for joining me here on the show. If you want to check out notes from today's episode or really from any of the episodes that have been in the series so far, head on over to popcornfinance.com slash fire. And before we go, I wanted to share a call that I received from Sarah, who's been listening to the show. Sarah's calling in in response to the very first pop-up debates episode that I ever recorded with Allison from Inspired Budget. Our topic was, if you get a gift that you don't want, should you keep it, re-gift it, or return it? I chose re-gifted. Allison went with keep it. And in the end, I ended up losing the debate. It was 42% for me, 58% for Allison. So uh, it was kind of close, I guess. But this call here makes me feel like I actually won. Hi, Chris and Allison. The pop-up debate's great. Allows me some insight when I'm taking my breaks at work and from studying. Um, listening to the pop-up debate, I couldn't just pick one without giving my explanations. But I am picking Chris's side, um, re-gifting. Um, but I wanted to add that I will use an online platform to sell it, such as eBay or Carousel, which is in my region, while waiting to re-gift it. If there's an event around the corner that is suitable to re-gift, then like Chris said, I would strategically re-gift it. Otherwise, I would advertise it online to sell so I can put some money in my money envelope, which is inspired by Allison. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sarah, for sending in that message and making me feel a little bit better about my my current records because uh, I'm currently one and two in these debates, so I'm not doing great. I've only beaten Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> but thank you for giving me my only victory. If you want to be like Sarah and send in a message, just go to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail or just go to the show notes and I have a link in there as well. And I don't know if you caught the special episode that I put out this Saturday, but we've reached episode 100, but I want to do something special and I want to put you all in this episode. So what I want you to do is go to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail or just click the link in the show notes and answer this question. If someone gave you $100 and you only had one minute to decide what to spend it on, what would you buy? I'm going to take your answers and put them into a very special delayed episode 100. So make sure you head over to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail to send me your answers. As always, I appreciate you coming back here and joining me for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.